What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you on a beautiful Sunday afternoon after a crazy week of college football. More importantly, FCS football. So I know a lot of the headlines are going to be on Alabama, Tennessee, uh, University of Utah against USC, Arkansas, BYU, a ton of other crazy games, right? James Madison, first time that they had lost against uh, Georgia Southern. A lot of good games occurred. There was a seven-overtime victory of ECU over Memphis. But one of the craziest things that happened happened in the FCS, and I cannot wait to get into it with you. Of course, as always, this is your host, Tyler Fessler. This is Get the Ball Rolling. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, we're going to be releasing, uh, or we're going to do our recap of the last week. We release our tiers. We call them the FCS playoff tiers. I like the tier system better. I think it is easier to understand. And then you have, uh, because everybody wants to know what a top 25 is, I don't like doing a top 25, but here we are. And uh, I always release that just for people. Uh, again, it, I'm not going to rant about it today. I'm not going to get into it. If you guys haven't heard it, go back, listen to some of my rants about the top 25. But we always do that at the very end, and then kind of a look ahead uh, to what to expect this next week. But let's jump into it, and I can't wait to get into this because I've had so many Montana fans in my DMs asking me why I hate Montana, and I want to start, I want to preface this, I do not hate Montana, but we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that, uh, some of the things that transpired um, this last weekend with their loss over Idaho. So one of the things that I've been very skeptical about with Montana, uh, a lot of people, uh, because they are a perennially good team they're always there they've won some national championships right uh, they have the name the recognition people understand who the montana grizzlies are so one of the reasons I, like i said i've got a lot of hate a lot of uh questions about why i've been so hard on montana right and like i said perennially good we got a national name blah 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 okay but one of the reasons why i was very skeptical of montana this this week was Honestly, I thought Idaho was better. Now, I don't think Idaho is going to be, you know, going into the playoffs and they're going to make a, a run and they're going to be undefeated, right? They've And they've had a pretty good season thus far with losses only to uh, FBS teams. They even gave uh, both teams kind of a, a semi-scare uh, of, of Washington State only losing by seven. And then it was a... Um, well, a 13-point game against Indiana. So, and the, and they had beat the teams that they were supposed to beat. They were supposed to beat Drake. Drake's not very good. NAU, not very good. Uh, Northern Colorado, not super good. And then they have to go to Montana, and I thought that Idaho was going to win. And I thought, again, I thought Idaho was better. But one of the reasons why I was skeptical of Montana, now, and, and some people who claim to be, you know, national people, uh, that follow the FCS is supposed to be as religious as possible. They're the experts and stuff like that. 
didn't see this and nobody was willing to criticize it because Montana has a really big fan base. And so again, I'm not, I'm just criticizing because I don't think you guys were number two in the nation where a lot of people had you ranked. Now I was guilty of it. They were a top 10 team because they won a playoff game last year. There's an argument to be made to be like, okay, well I can understand a a top 10 ranking, uh, but a top two ranking where they have not shown anything over recent history that they would be that good. Uh, but because, like I said, top 25 is stupid and it reduces uh, you know, data to a single one, one single point in time, don't love it. But I just pulled up their schedule. So they had played Northwestern State at home, South Dakota at home, at Indiana State, home against Portland State, at Idaho State, and then they were home against Idaho, okay? Northwestern, and this is after Saturday's games, this is their current records, but I just want, I think it will, will reiterate the fact, right? Three and four, South Dakota one, one and five, Indiana State one and five, Portland State two and four, Idaho State one and six, okay? So that's their current, that's who they, that's their current record of teams, which amounts to a whopping eight and four. Eight and four. They haven't played an FBS team. They haven't played a top FCS school. Well, Tyler, they played. They played. Uh, you know, they played a Missouri Valley school, Missouri Valley football conference, best one in the in the nation. So I hear, yeah, they beat South Dakota, who was one and five, and Indiana State, who was one and five. One of those was at home. Not much of a comparison. And so as I'm looking forward into Montana, I said, I, I, I thought that Idaho would get the upset just of how poorly they played against Idaho State. Idaho State should have won that game. They're just not as good a uh, talent of a team. You're looking forward. If you're a Grizz fan, you're kind of sweating because you've got Sacramento State on the road. ESPN 2, 9 o'clock, at least here in the mountain region. Cannot wait for that game. I will be staying up till 1, 1 1.30 in the morning watching that game. I think Sacramento State is going to roll them. I don't think it's going to be much of a game. And then you have to go to Ogden, which, and again, I don't know the last time Montana has won in in Ogden, but I have been... uh, and I've been to the last couple of Montana games in Ogden, and Weaver State has handedly beaten them. Then you get Cal Poly, which you should beat. And then you're home against Eastern Washington, who is a middle-of-the-pack team, it appears, in the Big Sky. And then you are on the road against your in-state rival at Montana State. And I don't want to make a prediction on that because it's a very difficult game to predict, especially for it being in-state, uh, even though I think Montana State is better at this point in time. But Montana, you have not challenged yourselves at all prior to this Idaho game. This was the first big game of the season, and you squandered it. And then I'm supposed to believe that this team is going to have enough juice to get into the playoffs. I don't know, looking at it. Looking at the big sky and, and, the, and the standings right now, I've seen a lot better football out of Montana State, Sacramento State, Weaver State, and obviously Idaho. And dare I say, UC Davis... Despite being two and four, they have they've played South Dakota State only lost by two, lost by five against Weber State, kind of got blown out against Montana State, but that was after a Weber State game. And so you're looking at it, you're like, okay, who would you rather who would you rather see? Somebody who's gone through the gauntlet like you know UC Davis. Now UC Davis would have to win out, and that would include Idaho and Sacramento State. But I see them at that level. They're middle of the pack in the Big Sky right now, and I just don't see why so many people are overhyped. So it's not that I don't I don't like Montana. I cheer for them. I want everyone to do good. But I've got to make predictions. And I was like, they were in the in my tears. In the still have questions. Because I had to see what was going on. I had to know 
and I hadn't had a good enough sample size. And when you're playing teens with a combined record of 8 and 24 prior to the Idaho game, it's it's kind of like kind of silly, right? And then you lost that game anyway. So even if you added up Idaho's wins, which would go to 12 uh, wins and losses 12 and 26, that's still not great. You didn't challenge yourselves, and I think right now you're that there's going to be semi, I mean you got to semi pay the piper when it comes rolling down down the gauntlet that you've got a very very difficult next three well the three weeks Idaho Sacramento State and Weaver State very difficult and you know I don't think it bodes well for the committee now do I think you can upset some of these teams yeah could you go next week into Sacramento and you're honestly you're kind of feeling good about yourself because uh, the Hornets Sacramento State has to play Montana Idaho Weaver State we've got three weeks of really really difficult games in the big sky it seems like for everybody and so you're like hopefully they're kind of overlooking that game and they're worried about the Vandals and we can kind of sneak one out. I'm not saying that they're not going to win, but if I'm a Montana fan, uh, definitely be a little bit nervous uh, going into the next little bit. Uh, as of right now, I don't see them making the playoffs. I think Idaho, Weaver State, Sacramento State, Montana State uh, are better. And if UC Davis can pull off uh, a game against uh, Sacramento State, that would be arguably better than any win that, that Montana has. And you're kind of playing, you're playing, uh, you know, Montana, you're now up against like an Illinois state. You're up uh, against a North Dakota. You're up against a New Hampshire, Richmond. And uh, I, I know the committee loves loves the Montana schools. We, we love the big sky and everything the committee does. But very interesting uh, kind of weekend. So for everyone in my DMs, I'm sorry that I, I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, but I just had to call a spade a spade, right? And I just didn't see the special or the wow so far with Montana. Does that mean I'm not going to watch them? Of course not. I'm still going to watch them. We're still going to tune in. We're still going to talk about them. Uh, but does that mean that I'm, I, you know, it's not been overly impressive this year? 100%. So there you go. That was kind of my thoughts. And and I know that I've, I've kind of uh, harped a lot on Montana, but kudos to Idaho and Coach Eck. I mean, like, are you kidding me? Uh, this is a, a team that has struggled mightily since joining the FCS, well, rejoining. You're able to go on the road, beat Montana, and again, a fairly favorable schedule going forward. I think you take care of Portland State as long as you're not overlooking uh, to Sacramento State too far. Uh, so you got Portland State, then you have Sacramento State, Eastern Washington, UC Davis, and Idaho State. I think you can beat Portland State, Idaho State, and Eastern Washington, which would give you three wins. Sacramento State, UC Davis, uh, you know, I would have to see, again, injury report, kind of, you know, week of the game, what I'm kind of thinking after I watch a little bit more uh Idaho football, but you're you're prime because even with two FCS losses, yeah, you have two FBS losses. But the committee's not going to hold that against you. It's going to be more so the FCS losses. So even with those two losses, I think there's an argument to be made. Uh, put Idaho into you'd put them in uh, a team that's on the bubble over uh, you know a a Montana or or some of these other teams, a Villanova, a Monmouth, uh, some of the teams out of the CAA and and around the country. So. Kudos to Idaho for the big win. And then uh, the second story that I really just kind of wanted to touch on, and I know that I, I kind of, you know, tongue-in-cheek made fun of it uh, last week, and it was the almost loss for North Dakota State. Uh, I thought it was was kind of silly that we were talking about almost losses. Uh, it, was, it was made such a big deal that... Uh, you know, they almost lost to Indiana State. But kudos to South Dakota State for going into the Fargo Dome and winning 23-21, coming back and, and getting the win on that. Uh, South Dakota State should be 
100% the number one team right now. Uh, the team of Chase, they, they've been playing very good football, and I am excited to see how the rest of the season kind of rolls out. Uh, I think that right now they're the number one seed, but I think those two, as far as like tiers goes, the, those two are the one and the two. Uh, a 23-21, I'm not going to hurt North Dakota State. Like, it, sometimes it just happens. Now, some people, you can make an argument saying it was an ugly loss, it was at home, and you let them back in the game. Yes, those things are all true, but when you've got, you know, arguably the best team and the second best team in the nation, there's going to be games where there's, there's blowouts, there's going to be games where there's uh, close games, there's going to be games that are going to be, have to come back and win, and uh, and you just found yourself, North Dakota State fans, on the wrong side of it. Uh, I do like that we're getting a little bit more parity within within the within the sport uh, of, of South Dakota State, hopefully challenging the reign of, of North Dakota State. We'll see what happens when the playoff committee releases everything, but I thought a lot was made out of uh, the... The North Dakota State almost lost, right? Uh, I don't know if they lose again the rest of the season. Uh, I mean, the rest of the season into the playoffs, right? They're going to, I imagine them getting a first round bye along with South Dakota State. But congratulations to South Dakota State for doing, picking up the Dakota marker. It is extremely exciting to watch that game. It was a fun game to watch. If you didn't watch it, you missed out. Be sure to tune in uh, to this next week when South Dakota State takes on uh, North Dakota. So uh, let's jump into the tiers right now. We always do our tiers, uh, kind of the, the playoff tiers where we see these teams are at and, and so on and so forth. Uh, and then we'll be looking forward into next week. So uh, we have the front runners. We're going we're gonna to make, uh, make it a plural of North Dakota State and South Dakota State. Obviously, South Dakota State is going to be number one. Uh, North Dakota State is going to have an opportunity to, to bounce back. If these teams meet each other in Frisco, it's going to be a, a, a shootout. I'm very excited. That would be a really fun game. And I think South Dakota State could get that national championship. But uh, they're gonna, that's, that's going to leave a bitter taste in their mouth. Uh, North, Dakota, North Dakota State's been there, done that. On the bubble, we've got uh, Weber State, Montana State, Sacramento State, uh, Delaware, and uh, we're actually going to be adding Mercer. Uh, Mercer has been playing outstanding. Uh, Eastern or uh, East Tennessee State—they kind of made a little bit of a run at the beginning of the half, and uh, and they were able, you know, they were able to respond. And very interesting. I do like Mercer. We talk a lot of Mercer. I think they're the favorites to win the SoCon. Uh, they have a really, really difficult schedule coming up, but I think that they can be argued as a bubble team. Uh, the coach there, he's got it. We'll get him into the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. Play a very unique style of offense. Very strong defense. Uh, I absolutely love, love, uh, love this game or watching their game. Next up, we have the Chase Pack, and I have William and Mary. Uh, we have Holy Cross, which is still sitting there. Uh, Ilan with the loss dropped out, so we're going to go Simo. We do have Fordham and Samford entering the chat. So Fordham, I, I watched them. I've watched a lot of Fordham this year. This is a fun team. Obviously, they're going to go up against Holy Cross. I don't know if Holy Cross's defense can stop this Fordham offense. They are legit. They play fast. Uh, they're if, if you haven't watched them, watch Fordham. They are super good. Uh, the Need Some Help has now added Montana. Oh, sorry. And Chase back UIW. I totally sco sco uh, skipped over uh, Incarnate Ward. Uh, need Some Help. We've got uh, Chattanooga. We have Campbell, UT Martin. Uh, SIU, Rhode Island, UND, New Hampshire, Villanova, Montana, Monmouth. Uh, they're kind of sitting right there. Now, I want to add SIU into the chase pack. Uh, I really don't think they're going to need a ton of help, especially with a loss like a North Dakota State losing. Uh, I think right now they're sitting about the third best in the Missouri Valley uh, right behind them. 
I just think that they're going to need a little bit of help to get over the hump. Maybe we can re we can reclassify that. Uh, but SIU definitely, I, I was able to watch them. Uh, they're back. Whatever they were able to knock out the cobwebs. I think they're they're you know they have two losses to to good teams that are above them and. I think those are, are legitimate losses, and as long as they continue to win uh, and continue to impress, we'll be we'll be following them. They got South Dakota next week, uh, and then the outside looking in, obviously EKU, Missouri State, Illinois State, Southeast Louisiana, uh, Idaho. I still have it there. Uh, I want to see what kind of happens with the CAA, uh, Richmond, Austin P. Uh, Richmond with a big win. Uh, I think they could be moved up. I, I debated it, but again, it's very, very deep, and New Hampshire has a really easy schedule uh, going forward, and so it'll be interesting to see how many they take. I think William & Mary and Delaware are kind of the, the one and the two, in my opinion, and then New Hampshire, just like I said, by gratuity of the schedule kind of gets to sneak in there. I don't think New Hampshire's is good. And so you have Richmond at four. Are they going to take four out of the CAA? Uh, would be kind of interesting. And then uh, let's jump in. Right now, let's jump into our top 25. Uh, just because uh, everybody wants us to do it. We'll go one through ten. And then we'll do the next little bit. Kind of stop and talk about why we have them ranked where we do. If we were to release a top 25, this is what it would look like. Number one, we have South Dakota State. Number two, North Dakota State. Uh, number three, William & Mary. Still think that they're legit. Despite a loss, they are good. Uh, they're taking on Towson this week. Number four, Weaver State. Big game this week. Taking on Montana State. Cannot wait. I mean, it, that's going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I, I Again, I can't wait. Uh, that should be one for the ages. For the record book. Uh, number five, Montana State. Number six, Sacramento State. Uh, number seven, Delaware. Number eight, Mercer. Number nine, uh, Incarnate Word. Number 10, Holy Cross. Now, Holy Cross is a little bit suspect because I really think Fordham, uh, having watched both teams, you know, really close to each other uh, in the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks, I've watched them. Uh, Holy Cross is good, but I just think Fordham's a little bit better. And I cannot wait for that game. It's in a couple of weeks. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be for the, the Patriot League title. Uh, and I could see Fordham as long as anything, you know, if they won, barring any crazy outcomes, uh, Fordham would definitely be a team that you want to keep your eye on. Uh, but I have Holy Cross right now. I, I think they deserve it with having made the playoffs the last couple of years. Uh, they deserve the love, but Fordham is breathing down their necks to take that title away. Uh, next couple up, we have number 11, Southeast Missouri, number 12, SIU, number 13, Fordham, number 14, Samford. Samford obviously going to kind of be going into the rougher part of their schedule, uh, being tested a little bit more. We've got to kind of figure out where the SOCON is at. Number 15, Campbell, number 16, Chattanooga, number 17, Rhode Island. Big win over Alon. Uh, I've been very impressed with Rhode Island this year. Cannot wait to see how that kind of rolls out uh, the rest of the way. Uh, number 18, UT Martin, number 19, Alon, number 20, Idaho. Yes, we threw Idaho in there. I think that they deserve to have the 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 praise and everything they take on Portland State uh, next week, and they could they could climb fairly easily. Uh, I think there's there's kind of a clear top three right now in the Big Sky, and they're kind of sitting just right out there, hoping to make some noise. I do like the Vandals at 20. Uh, 21, we have New Hampshire. 22, we have uh, North Dakota. Number 23, Richmond. Like I said, uh, just some of the teams that are, you know, just by some of the teams that are in, in front of Richmond, I think that they could still make some noise. You're hoping for a couple of upsets, kind of make it murky. Uh, same way, same the same with some of the other teams. Obviously, you want to win it again. Uh, New Hampshire has a very easy schedule, and I think by 
just by the fact that they do have an easy schedule. Now, you do get to play each other. Um, New Hampshire does take on Elon, Richmond, and Rhode Island in the next few weeks. But you get two of the three at home. Richmond's the only one on the road. And uh, so New Hampshire, I mean, they could, they, I mean, they really got to get up for these next three games. Elon uh, wasn't terribly impressive against Rhode Island yesterday. But uh, interesting enough, we'll see if they can bounce back against New Hampshire. However, it will be another road game. But New Hampshire making some noise. We'll see if they can kind of climb up. But Richmond kind of sitting on the outside. You're kind of looking around the bubble teams. you got to be kind of following that. Uh, number 24, we put Montana. Yeah, we dropped them. Uh, when you have a combined record a win, you know, uh, of wins of 8 and 24, you're going to drop because that's not impressive. You haven't impressed me for a win. Hopefully they can bounce back. Maybe they get a, a win over Sacramento State, and we can, uh, we can kind of put that one to bed. And then number 25, Illinois State. I think that they deserve um, a little bit more credit than what we're getting what we what we've given them uh over the last little bit i think they've they've been able to climb uh, obviously the missouri valley is very deep very very difficult uh especially you have south dakota state siu north dakota state north dakota and illinois state you know you're kind of sitting right there but as you look at the rest of the way out for uh illinois state they take on indiana state north dakota state young south state south dakota state and western illinois uh honestly if you even lose those two games uh your only other losses were to teams above you uh wisconsin obviously lost that game and then to siu and you only lost by five uh it would help if you're able to have an upset against north dakota state or South Dakota State, but I think a lot of people will be able to justify it. You're like, oh, well, you know, you are, uh, you know, seven and four, but those four losses, well, you know, seven and three in, 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 in FCS play, those three losses were to North Dakota State, who's the, the second best team, the first best team, South Dakota State, and a lot of people have them in their top 10, the Saluki. So I think Illinois State kind of gets in on virtue of being a good bubble team, and so we're putting them into the top 25. Hopefully they can get an upset to kind of uh, stir the pot a little bit more uh, as we're going forward just with uh, kind of the drop down of Missouri State. Illinois State's kind of filled that in, and uh, then you have North Dakota as well. That that would kind of have that same uh, or similar argument uh, going forward as well. So uh, a lot of fun things. I, I can't wait for this next week. Like I said, we've got uh, South Dakota State taking on UND, which we both have ranked. Weaver State, Montana, uh, Montana, Sacramento State. Cannot wait for that one. Mercer, Chattanooga should be a ton of fun. Uh, Campbell and Jackson State, we don't take a, talk a lot of, of the HBCUs. Uh, not specifically HBCUs, but the MEAC uh, and uh, those conferences. Uh, so we, we, we or in the SWAC, sorry, it blanked me. The MEAC and the SWAC, we don't talk a ton of them uh, on this podcast because they, they do get to go to a bowl game, the Celebration Bowl. But that should be a lot of fun. I think Jackson State beats Campbell, uh, but Campbell's still you know, fighting to, to get into the playoffs. And then, uh, obviously, Rhode Island, Monmouth. Monmouth just dropped out. Uh, if Rhode Island can keep on, you know, win and keep on uh, making some noise. And Lana, New Hampshire, kind of at the end of the of our quote-unquote top 25, uh, we'll be able to get a little bit better of a... Uh, you know, hierarchy as we go forward. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, we, we continue to grow. We continue to have incredible download numbers. I absolutely love that we're able to, to, to see it grow. We're able to see, we've been able to meet a lot of fans. Uh, submit your questions. We've got a lot of them. We have a lot of people uh, submitting things uh, to us. I'm excited to watch uh, this next week of football. Again, if you haven't followed us, follow us at Get Rolling on tw- 19 on Twitter at Get Rolling 19. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and we'll see you next week. Next week, keep the ball rolling.